Comic Book Day, and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy Comic Book Day. Happy Comic Book Day to you, and I assumed you had a mouse and you could unmute yourself. But happy Comic Book Day to everyone listening <laughs> and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Ben Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please attack that comment section like the entity may possibly do something at some point. But it'll be bad. I promise you it'll be bad. I might may explain it two or three more times, but it won't fucking be good. How many ways, how many movies, how many stories can they fucking put upon us? To let us know that the entity, a.k.a. Uh, AI, the a.k.a. Machines. the big bad, a.k.a. every fucking red pill, like, en enough, it's bad, <laughs> it is bad, but um, just really quickly, I do want to address the, the two, two warring elephants in the room, <laughs> uh, first and first mostly, uh, we were indeed planning on, um, on co-streaming with the good people, over at Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash, unfortunately, uh, events transpired. Snoogans! Events transpired um, that kind of fought against that, but we absolutely do plan to move forward on a co-stream uh, with them uh, sooner rather than later. I have a theory, and that theory is that Zapsic is dodging me because he knows I'll work for free, and if I am willing to work for free... Kev will be like, of course, let him work free, <laughs> but he knows that it'll just uncork a demon. Yeah, of course. That cannot be contained. Like, and now all, you all have to work Then I'm free. just on, no, not <laughs> even, then I'm on set at the movie. They're like, oh, I know no, where they're fucking filming the next flick. That's going to be a, a real problem. You are going to be the STD exactly. of the fucking Kevin Smith There world. are way too many fucking stories of people weaseling their way into Kevin's oh, fucking yeah, life, yeah, 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 and then they're like, yeah, yeah. life gets way better. I mean, fucking sign me up. I mean, it, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely a. a I'm not saying I'm coming for Christian's story. job, but if Christian is to Tom Christian. Cruise, I am to the entity. I'm coming for you, sucker. That's that's gonna be sad. That's gonna be sad. It is. But Christian, we got a space right here for you, my man. Like a train. Um, he can work for the terrible place I work for. I, It'd be I, awesome. I do have to say, um, to anyone who does end up with Charlie running the show. He is going to work a very specific lighting rig that just makes you look <laughs> like you have the whitest fucking hair outside of the North Did you Pole. notice I said it today to give me a fake It ain't tan? that white! I, like, shaved my face and regretted it, so I'm like, I need oh fake God. artificial tan. We're the same paleness. This is some bullshit, But look man. at, like, this little Charlie tan looks corner like I made. George Hamilton, and I look That's like true. fucking St. Nicholas. Some bullshit! <laughs> I call shenanigans. Heavy, heavy shenanigans. But you know what? I do not call Charlie... What? Man, I do not call bullshit on anybody out there who tries to say... That Tom Cruise, little, little Tom Cruise... <laughs> Itty-bitty pocket-sized Tom Cruise. ...is not the world's biggest Hollywood star. Tom Cruise is a star, banger, maker, extraordinaire. Tom Cruise done did it again. Dum-dum-day! I, I don't think... Woo! 
I, I, if there's anyone right now who's representing, Ooh. if there's anyone representing Hollywood right now, it's Tom Cruise. He is the ultimate oh, example man. of kind of a middleman because he oh. puts so much money and weird religion into uh, into everything. Uh, he also is like, I really love the. Before we get into the, whatever it takes. Before we get into the movie of it all, and listen, I'm I I can be indoctrinated, like, like fucking sign me. I have no money. They don't want me. They don't want me because I'm broke. Otherwise, I'd be fucking rolling with what is it, Zenu? Zenu, show some respect. Sorry, Lord Zenu. What what's what I really love about Tom Cruise lately. Because there have been plenty of times where, like, loving him... No, no, relax. <coughs> that couch bullshit was some bullshit. There are plenty of times where Tom Cruise is questionable. One thing he's not questionable about... You haven't done some stupid stuff for some strange... Of course Come I on, have. But, but people should call me fucking weird for those moments. You'd be jumping on the couch... Right by Dawson's Creek, dude. Son. If you, if like Joey was like, "Yo, let me holler, let me holler at you, Joey, let me holler at you," oh. um, I, I too would have been. But I'm enthusiastic always. <laughs> the thing about Tom Cruise now, especially, is he. It's not gonna make you darker. This is just a specific tan zone I have. I agree he, with you. He's willing to speak specifically when everyone else insists upon speaking very obtusely. So, I mean, we're going to get into it in a little bit later, but with everything going on in Hollywood now, he's one of the only guys that's, like, being self-serving, saying it's self-serving, and then explaining why sure. he thinks that other people should be self-serving. He's one of the only guys who's like, yo, I know there's a fucking pandemic. Can you hold my shit back? He's so he, honest he's... about what the arts of cinema can yeah. be and what I love about him. And some people that's try to give strong him... strong terminology. The cinema? He's well, no. He he's a movie maker. He I don't think at any point he's um, he goes about his business like mad twirling the mustache like oh monocle aside I, like he's dressing up like Mr. Peanut. I am willing. He's to... like oh Vanilla Sky is the perfect creation. No like, no he no. Made a couple I, of artsy fartsy. I but... think he is more. I just think he's. I think if you ask him like what's your favorite West Korean film, he has three. Well sure. Like of he's but he's a no student one? of the game. He, he was looking for a new wife. I think maybe she'll be Korean. Maybe can't, she'll can't go wrong there. We both um, have delicious, like straight hair. I just, I just uh, read or watched something somewhere where he was just, like very, like not bragging on it, but not backing away from it. He was like, "Yeah, I watch like two, three movies a day." My, like if you're Tom Cruise, that sounds fucking I great. I try to watch two, three films a fuck, and uh, I have a shitty life. Um, now, now here's the best part about it. If you're Tom Cruise, he does it like while a 55 inch TV is like a 99 inch TV. So because he's, he he's a baby, he's a baby person. He's been in effect going to the drive-through, drive-in, uh, drive-in every day. Before I, before I let you dive into the topic proper, yeah. though, the last thing I want to say about it is what I appreciate about Tom Cruise is when he said people tried to give him shit recently because they were like this motherfucker said he liked Flash. I genuinely believe. Yeah. He heard people were seeing Flash. He saw the same fucking tweets we saw where Stephen King was like, it's the tits. James Gunn was like, I really love it. And he was like, I want to fucking... I have nothing to do with Warner Brothers. I want to fucking see the Flash now. The dude he strikes me at is a dude that they're like, Oppenheimer and Barbie the same day. A bunch of people are doing it. I bet he was like, I'm gonna go fuck on see Oppenheimer and Barbie the same day. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Barbie medicine. Barbie might be his next girl because they're like the same, the same height. I, and like he's tooling around in a pink Barbie car. Take all Woo! the other bullshit away. Yeah. And Tom Cruise, when it comes to entertainment, 
I think is far closer to me than than the non me's of the world. I think he. I think if you told him like AEW is awesome, he'd be like, oh, "What the fuck's that?" And if you're like, "Well, pro wrestling," and he's like, "Why do people pro wrestle?" And you're like, "I don't want to explain it. Watch this match." I guarantee he would watch it's... the fuck out of Kenny Omega <laughs> wrestling a broom, and he would think that's all of wrestling and be obsessed with it. Um, it, it's it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. But I do agree with you for the fact that like you two are on the same enthusiasm level. Both on the same spectrum. Like. That's what you're saying. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to get some cans for you to fucking squeeze on real quick. Um, but yeah, no, totally. Like, he 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 loves what he likes. Yeah. You know, like, this is a cat. He doesn't who, have a lot of shit he just tolerates. I mean, not at all, because why would he? Yeah. Back up? Nope, thank you. And what, what else you got? Um, so, so yeah, so Charlie and I uh, together, which was great, we did indeed Good go seats. to the theater as, as a... As Lord Xenu, uh, uh, Tom Cruise Commanded. insisted we do. We were at the movie and he still gave a shit with the director. He's like, good thing you're here, motherfuckers. Yeah, he's like, I'm sparing you fucks. I got my fucking really UFO parked outside. I like to think he showed up to every theater somehow. <laughs> he, if anyone could have done it. Um, so yeah, so indeed, Mission Impossible. I like to call it Mission dead. Impossible 7. Dead Reckoning. Uh, part. So, some people call it Dead Reckoning, but that's fine, that's fine. You know what's funny um, is he does apparently want this to be called, like, this is a whole side thing. Like, to him, Dead Reckoning and Part 1 and Part 2, they're like, you can't call it 7 because they're both 7. So it's not 7 and 8. So that you can't say 7 yet because you haven't seen the end of the movie. I'm like, that's fucking crazy logic, yeah. Tom. I'm going to call it uh, Dead Reckoning. I'm going to call it Mission Impossible 8 when the Dead Reckoning 2 comes out. <laughs> not um, me. We're going to call it 7.5. I don't need that much uh, drama in my life. Thank you very much. Uh, i got plenty of my own. But um, what's funny to me about this, Charlie, two things that, that struck me uh, first and first mostly. Um, this is not a franchise that was supposed to have legs. No! Right? This was one of those things where... No, it'll be uh, hilarious. We're going to do a Mission Impossible movie. I feel like that was the pitch. Charlie, the, the Mission Impossible rolled out like right around the same time as like... Uh, um, Fucking Dukes of Hazard came. Oh, and they were just like redo. Is that true? They didn't were, feel like they I were mean, together. I mean, I, I love Starsky them. and Hunch. Starsky and Hunch. Miami Vice, which I just rewatched. Did you Did you just call it Starsky and Hunch? Like I did a little. Starsky, bit. I got a hunch. You're around the corner. Let's go get him. Was that not his name? <laughs> um, I actually just rewatched. Total aside, I just yesterday rewatched Miami Vice the movie. Why? Fucking, it's actually good. It's dumb. But it is far cooler. Here, here's my take. It's on artsy. Because it. the cinematography is artsy as fucking. A little, a little bit off off track, but th this one was my fault. So I'll take responsibility. Um, Any time that you have an adaptation of something that you love, they better come correct. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck about Miami Vice. So Miami Vice meant a lot as a kid of the '80s. It meant a lot to me. So when they came out with this like fucking kind of like. Super Goofy, serious, like Hulk Hogan mustache having. Oh, uh, uh, you're misremembering mullet, though. Like it just it, it, zero goofy. It was not Miami Vice it was at all. Not your Miami Vice. And Miami all. Vice at the time, they didn't know they were goofy. Like they, <laughs> they were, were like, like oh, this is shit. cool as fuck. We, we were Look pushing at my Ferrari. our sleeves up on our suit jackets. Like yes, is it? We were all fucking I'm um, furious that I can't do that. We were you all guys blew that for Tony Blundetto. We're like, yeah, yo, what's up? I'm ready for the party. They're like, yo. It's Tubs around the corner, man. Every now and then, I can't believe I can flip my like my sleeve. Even colors. that is borderline. It's, but even it's only because I'm eccentric. Like, People are like, all right, we'll let it happen. Or 
if you have a Ferrari parked around the corner, a white fucking Ferrari, uh, Ferrari Lambo. It was a Ferrari. It was, it was a Ferrari because the remake is a Ferrari Ugh. as well. Ugh. Fun fact: Anyways. I accidentally just did a pitch in just Starsky and Hunch, and Paul bought it. So cousin Paul. <laughs> Paul, this is going to be an expensive proposition. Not really. Not I only really need one idea. lead actor. It's just people hint, giving him hints to shit. It's just one actor who's like, hmm. Know what it might I be. I have a suspicion. Or do you have a hunch? That's the trailer. Yeah. It cuts off uh, before hunch. Uh, so I'll put the popcorn down and walk out right now in advance. You wouldn't leave popcorn. So in any case, Tom Cruise done did it again. Uh, Charlie, Mission Impossible... Um, it, again, it's it's two things. It's one of those franchises that was not really supposed to happen. It was supposed to be they're a one like, and done. They were gonna make a like in the same fucking in the same breath as like they're we're gonna make a um, you know like you said, uh, Starsky and Hunch, um, Miami Vice, Chips. They were rolling out every old. Mm piece of IP that was lying around like oh Hollywood's yeah, been unoriginal for a long fucking a, time for, Charlie forever forever the second that they started making talkies like oh let's make all these fucking silent ones let's remake right now, this shit talking. that's a good point um, no so, one gives so, Frankenstein shit and also from stage to screen that's mm. like a term that didn't come from nowhere any case I hate when they do that the thing I, the version I hate the most is when they take it from like like the stage and then they make like a fucking movie out of it then they're like let's make a musical out of the movie, it's fucking really lame. Like, anyone who would star in one of those, a fucking loser. So, in any case, um, <laughs> don't forget to get tickets. Uh, gonna be opening up in the middle of the vlog soon. Gonna be running the show pretty soon. See you um, at Mission Impossible is one of those things that was not supposed to have legs. And the crazy thing about it is, like, oh shit. Maybe it's got legs. Let's roll out another one. And they fucking fell on their face. They went. Mission Impossible 2 was a stinkeroo. You know what I. According to the rest yeah, of the movie. I happen to love it. If Mission Impossible 2 had only come up by itself amidst it's all the other shit, they'd be like, all right, that's something different. The most, the most used quote, arguably of any movie that I use that no one knows is a quote, is I only put stuff in my left jacket pocket. And if I ask someone to get something out of my jacket, I always say it like that guy. My jacket pocket. My left jacket pocket. And everyone looks at me like I'm a douchebag, because I am. But Mission Impossible 2... Hey, everyone. Yeah, I'm a douche. It's true. Uh, Mich- I absolve you. Xenu absolves you. Mission Impossible 2 is another one of those flicks. It's secretly fucking awesome. Especially with hindsight, when you're like, this is when Mission Impossible went out on their own impossible mission of every film was supposed to feel so unique well, yeah, they want that they were like this motherfucker different this motherfucker's gonna one. suddenly be throwing kicks he's doing motorcycle kung fu he's gonna grow his hair out gorgeous oh, yeah. he's never looked better than a mission impossible 2 um never has a scarf been sexier that, that tooth was still dead set in the middle never bro. has a scarf been sexier than a mission impossible 2 when the scarf gets like leaves her and the bad guy catches it John, blood moved in my body just now describing it. Mission Impossible 2 is fucking... You can't get far enough away, bro. It's gonna, The width alone is going to get you. Uh, um, I, um, I stand you know, by I, this. I agree. Mission I Impossible agree. 2, hot fire. Um, I will disagree with that. But, again, Mission Impossible it's 2... It's the best bad sequel. ...only suffers because the company... Like myself, because the company that it keeps... And it can't help but being compared to what is in its immediate vicinity... Um, but to do the Charlie, to do the Charlie of it all, you can't help 
but rank the Mission Impossibles. Yeah. Um, I know which one has the best soundtrack. In that, like, the biscuits and two, bitch. There's Mission Impossible. More evidence. <laughs> it's just piling up. There's Mission Impossible two, and then there's the rest of them. Yeah. Right. And like, Mission Impossible two is the only outlier because it's only kind of good. It's pretty good. Whereas the rest of them are dope Fucking as. Fuck, this one is no exception. I I had I had a little bit of a concern going in. Yeah. Um, oh, with Dead Reckoning Part 1? With 7. DRP 1? Um, so, uh, MI7. So, I was a bit concerned because anytime that they cut a movie in the middle and they say, no, this is two movies, it's almost never two movies. Yeah. It's almost always a movie that ran too long. Um, and they just bifurcated. If you want to have a hit, you got to make a hit. So, they cut it down to 305. <laughs> Billy Joel said that, and he's not wrong. Um, this movie's but also long as fuck. This, this movie is long in and of itself, so I have no doubt that this was planned, pen to paper, as two individual movies. Now, that's not to say that there are not plenty of questions that uh, Mission Impossible 8, uh, a.k.a. Dead Reckoning Part 2, Electric Boogaloo, have to answer for yours truly. There's plenty of historical shit. I'm like, who's this? Why are they going to do that? Yeah. What happened to this, that, and the other? Um, was that a trained model? The fucking practical effect. Unbelievable. It's even, a spectacle. Even if you don't give a whit about the plot, even if you don't give a shit about fucking Ethan Hunt, even if, like, you're a monster and, like, don't like Ving Rhames for some reason. You have to be a um, piece of shit to not like yeah, Ving Rhames. Yeah, I got a total piece of shit. Um, or, Ving Rhames is the puppy of actors. Or think that he's Michael Clark Duncan. You're like, I thought he died. Ugly racist. Racist, get the fuck racist. out. Get out. You will not talk shit about <laughs> my kingpin. How dare you. Um, <laughs> fucking the man's pretty good at it, though. Kingpin we got now. Is uh, unpopular opinion. Mission Impossible 2 rips. Daredevil's not that bad. No, Daredevil's not bad at all. What are you talking about? The movie? Oh, the... Oh, no, that yeah, movie. Yeah, the movie. That movie's Fuck yourself. Colin Farrell, Michael so, Clark Duncan, uh, my boy Ben Affleck. They could just take those actors and put them in a much better movie tomorrow, and we don't have to worry about they that. They can't, though, because one has passed away. So way to bring the mood down. No, but we'll have fucking Bing Ram step in there, bro. That's true. Like he, then we can give him a legitimate Treat those excuse. racists with an excuse. This was a, a was an awesome standalone movie. It, it was a, what was. you were kind of saying was it was it an awesome stunt. <laughs> it was a stunt spectacular. It was a if great, nothing else. It was a no, no, but I, I, I it, it was absolutely a great stunt spectacular. The visual effects, the 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 action shot beats, beautifully, uh, outstanding, just absolutely outstanding. The fact that it was like. I sent Charlie uh, um, a meme, <laughs> and uh, they were literally talking about how uh, there are scenes in um, uh, Secret Invasion on Disney Plus <laughs> where the guy um, just where, posing, where Sam Jackson is like just sitting, dressed. Right, th- at least he was dressed. At least he was dressed. He's like holding a, a fake gun, like a and he's in a he's in a green a green screen behind him, and they like like oh let's hit this CGI. And it's him sitting, same clothes. Why they a add a gun? barrel to the gun? Was he like in the middle of the street in the Bronx or something? And they add a room behind him. Not a crazy room. Not even like this. Like a beige wall with a, a one fucking vase. 
I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Do they just? It's like as if they have to spend the it's budget. It's the producers, or they lose. The I budget wish. For I year. wish the problem. Oh, we gotta sign. I spend wish the problem million. for Secret, for Secret Invasion oh, was they God. had to spend the budget because that show must cost eight dollars. Well, they they saved a lot on artists. Can I throw? Yeah. Uh, Can I throw all the way back to Mission Impossible Two though? The knife scene. There's a scene where he goes to get the bad guy goes to stab Ethan Hunt in the eye. That's a real. That's a real thing. <laughs> that wasn't. They weren't even CG for that. Charlie. Back then, there was an excuse. John, now that meme Everything. has him duct taped to a train. One big problem, though, with uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. No, no. No, no. There is. There that, is. That two Part Two. Wasn't Dead Reckoning Part One. I think it sucks. I think it's bad. I was so disappointed. Bad at what? Being a movie. The stunts amazing. The shots amazing. The acting, very good. That story sucks dick. John, what does the entity threat actually... What does the entity do other than exists? And other than, like, maybe it's going to be Terminator eventually? The fucking entity does dick in that movie. The whole movie, we learn in the first 11 seconds what the magic key does. And the rest of the movie is them asking what the fucking key does. I wish they came to our theater so I could be like, it unlocks the brain in the submarine, bro. That movie is not a good story. That story so, stinks. So, spoiler alert, folks. So the first 11, as you put it, use your terminology, the first 11 seconds of the movie. Yeah. In your mind, you're like, all that's accomplished right now is we know what this cruciform key does. It basically... First of all, don't say, don't say cruciform like, all uh, sexy. Uh, while doing this, the the fucking scissor, scissor me, bro. Scissor me. Yeah. So, so you walked away. Now walk. It doesn't I mean, undo anything. Right the, oh, I have no problem. Oh, 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 You sat there the first establishing yep. shot. I'm like cool. On the movie, like this is dope. Huh, okay, so that key gets into that red box. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I was like dope, dope, dope. So the spoiler alert. So the the ghosting of a submarine that wasn't there. Uh, for the that shot, the fucking uh, nuclear payload that they didn't shoot. That was awesome. That controlled the fucking uh, return fire that they did actually shoot. Yes. That went through the ghost submarine. <laughs> yes. That made a U-turn uh, at uh, Albuquerque. I'm so far I'm in. Back around. I'm in. I'm high fiving everybody. The, the fucking submarine that shot it. Yeah. Just because the fucking AI entity, <laughs> just because the entire AI was like. Now nah, I'm self-aware now. This is some bullshit. You're dead now. That 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 is. I'm not, I'm so sorry. The stakes not, of this movie was it killed a couple of sailors. Charlie, sailors deserve to okay. die because they sail. Did you like Matrix? I love Matrix. Did yeah. you like Terminator? Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Did you like um? Did you like? Mm, I want to conservatively 70 say seventy percent of all thirty-five fucking movies that are like guys, guys. Pretty sure AI is a real. Can AI, I ask you? Even the worst movie about AI, which was called AI, yeah, was still a fucking good movie because AI is petrifying. John, artificial sure. intelligence is bad. You know why it's scary in real life? It's because one, it's already ruining shit. It's like ruining like art. Charlie, uh, up next on the U.S. <laughs> Comics cast. Oh, but in the movie Dead Reckoning, yeah, they're like this AI could do fucking any... You gotta blow up Paris. You gotta fucking do something other than kill a couple sailors in the first 11 seconds for oh, me to give buddy. a fuck. 
I don't give John. I care one... more about a couple of sailors than I do Paris. <laughs> That's true. Come on, um, man. What? I clearly didn't see Team America. Um, <laughs> sincerely, you're bugging. You're crazy. Sincerely, that movie they fucking say the word key. Four thousand six hundred. Yeah, you know why? It's because because so many dum dums are like, that's not a key, that's a cross. I'm gonna, I'm gonna force you yeah. to do this. I'm gonna force you to do this. Dead Reckoning Part One is in your top three Mission Impossible films. Impossible. No, no, I don't think of it course is. not. No, I don't think so what I'm saying is, no. the spectacle alone yeah. earned my money. I am not disappointed in my purchase. Not, not the track record. Well, I don't know what that means. The track record of the Mission Impossible movies, where you're like, so oh, you don't, of course you don't I'm going to buy another You don't get a freebie from me. You're crazy. How many fucking shitty wrestling pay-per-views have you sat through? All and like them. they're like, oh, guess what, guys? Tomorrow, you're like... If you're going to point out my hypocrisy every time <laughs> I say a half-truth... It's going to be a long it's show, It's going to be folks. a long show. No, you're um, bugging, um, you're crazy. No, I, they, uh, honestly... There you is, see every Marvel I, movie that comes out. There is a three. You cannot there's be, a, there's You a are a movie. Quote. You're right. Pitbull, bro. You are right. You you fucking lock down. <laughs> yeah. And they shake you okay. like, oh god, I got two kids at home. Ah, oh, he's not letting go. Wait, did you say I was what? Right? I, what I'm saying. Anyway, say folks, right. thank you for joining what us. What I'm saying. How dare you? Absolutely not. Comics. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is, <laughs> three or four more of these misses. I'm gonna stop seeing Mission Impossible movies because they. They they should have done they should have done a the the, the story oh, they, Joker's with us what's up Joker, and he's coming Joker, so quick help me eleven seconds he look said. what's going on with you two I I, I hate when this happens man first I'm always of all, gonna be the, the fucking odd man first out first of all we all know bats is my love <laughs> that's true bats is is bats Joker's is my that's some the house. Shit. what's up brother um no sincerely I was I left that movie thrilled and disappointed. Did you did you leave that movie looking forward to eight? No. Yeah, well, you're gonna be there. No. So I, yeah. Man, you're fucking ready. Lucky, Pumpkin. lucky for me, I'm gonna be in some IMAX screening somewhere, and it's gonna be like Tom Cruise uh, putting a bomb up his own ass there, and pulling the pin because it, that motherfucker be, is no joke. It will be outstanding to watch. I will be right there for you. <laughs> Um, Cousin nuts. Paul's trying to get a robot on the show, <laughs> and it makes me very oh, nervous because I will let a robot on the show because I want them to know I'm on their side. But also as well as, like, I, I will be anti-Tom Cruise. The closest that I'm going to do is being polite to, like, fucking uh, Alexa or, or Google or whatever the fuck. Um, Dude, if they go too crazy. Who's the maid from, uh, not Futurama, but not Flintstones, but the Jetsons. Rosie, baby! Rose, honestly, Rosie shows up. I'm like, what's up, girl? I mean, Rosie, I game to Rosie. Rosie got them curves, and her hands are per permanently formed this way. So, like... I'm sure you can maybe cinch them up a little bit and get a little... I don't need to. <laughs> what I lack in legs, I make up for. <laughs> oh, tuna can, Charlie. Um, um, so anyway, I guess it's a... <laughs> I guess it's a little bit of a <laughs> dynamite. That'll be a, the, the, the spoof version. Say it for the podcast, <laughs> listeners. Mission Impossible, <laughs> dead. <laughs> Red coming. Oh, God, Joker. You are just... I feel like Bats have, might have... <laughs> the wheel? Ambushed, he might have the wheel? He might have Wait, ambushed I, Joker's fucking... Am I your Bats? Oh, 200%, oh, bro. fuck. 200%. Um, in any case... Check out Joker's stream if you don't get that reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyways, you fucking try, I think Charlie's nuts, it was a, a solid plot, a legitimately timely plot, the fact that Tom Cruise has been warning Hollywood 
against AI for like forever now to the fact where they're like, nah, we won't worry about you and now we've got strikes happening and fucking pandemonium cats and dogs can I, living together. Can I offer a spoilery suggestion? If this film, if the if in the last act, the reveal was that like it this guy from Tom's Cruise from Ethan Hunt's past from Tom's Cruise Tom's Cruise's this the guy from Ethan Hunt's past past who yeah. killed some other like person he was working with that he clearly had feelings for pre wife I have a feeling that she's family to him nice not a wife like or a sister against her that could be cool a sister Stacey Hunt cousin a. That I mean, that's awesome. That's a great. I had. To, that's that's how a, I would. That's guess. a great. That was the, the vibe I got. That's a great spin on what otherwise is a very like tried and boring. He just has worse luck with women than maybe anything. I'm else. fucking saying. Um, fuck when the one girl's head blows up in like five. That's awesome. I mean, Katie Holmes alone. You're like ah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, no, but but if you restructure this film, same opening, same everything. The only thing you change is you lead us to believe that the main henchman is the main bad, and then you do the reveal of like. It's been the entity the whole fucking time. It's a much more satisfying watch. Much more satisfying watch. And I bet there's a draft of that script I that's think... structured that way. Them saying an amorphous nothing yeah. that may do a bad, uh, may do a second bad thing. Credit where credit's due. You are right. It did do one fucked up thing. Um, low stakes, one fucked up. Foreign people, come on. Get the fuck Charlie, out of here. they fucking blew up. A, they blew up a submarine in like two seconds. Like five seconds before Not, a real submarine. Did you ever see the movie Ghost Ship? So the wire cuts all those people in half. That scene's awesome. The rest of the movie's dog shit. Mission Impossible doesn't become dog shit because Tom Cruise is insane. And he's like, I'm gonna jump off this cliff. I'm gonna be duct taped to this plane. Julianne Margulies, if you're not doing anything, Tom could use a new brunette. Also, I have a real issue with them already referencing themselves. They redo some of the train like gags years. for mission. Nah, bro, they're it better has. than that. No, I believe you. The time was. Oh. They're better than that. They have more creativity. Charlie. That was another decision to recreate a famous scene. They've done it before, but the train gag they're running out of things to hang off of, going a hundred miles an hour. Come on, a spaceship. Let's go. Let's stop being. And ultimately, here's my Don real. Toretto already fucking took that. Bro. Here's my real conundrum. I don't even know in a traditional system, how to score it. Because I think everyone should see it. I think people should buy it. Because motherfucker tries to kill himself. Every movie he does. Every movie he does, he tries to kill his goddamn self. That's awesome. He's and a that's, happy duck. That I'll do is, it. I'll do it. You know what this is to me, though? Mm. They're going to make you mad at me. This, to me, is... Basically, they come from the last Fast and Furious. Get the fuck you have out to of see here. it, dude. Get the fuck. You have to see you it. You only have to see it if you have a brother who is obscenely uh, fucking obsessed with bad things. Charlie is my biggest shit. fan, which makes me feel terrible you were rude about me. I'm on. Uh, and I feel like you know what, what am I doing wrong at this point? Um, no, nah, Charlie's crazy. The the, the Mission Impossible movies are mandatory viewing, especially, you want to make a list, brother, you want to make a list because I realize that is what gives you the most joy. It's true. Everything. Go ahead and take the entire Mission Impossible franchise mm -hmm. and put it up against any fucking crap Done. that they're putting out into theaters now. And then they're crying bitter tears. People aren't going to the theaters. You know why? Because the company that we're keeping, that's where these movies live. 
that's why we're not going to the theaters. Now, Charlie and I, we, we are going yeah, to the theaters, we're, so we're very, very bad examples. Mission Impossible movies are some of the best examples of cinema going that we have going It is right artistic now. junk food. That is food. the truth, man. It is artistic junk food, and Ugh. because Joker's, Joker just threw it out there, you know what always wins me over in these movies, though? And he just quoted fucking Ethan Hunt and Kittredge talking to each other. Kittredge drops, Ethan, I can tell you're very upset. And Tom Cruise replies, read it out for the people. Kittredge, you've never seen the upset. Come on, that's classic action movie also, goodness. Also, I love as well that shit. They had the, they had the good taste to to cast for the big biggest big guy bad guy that they can have like. Look, he's just got to be short as shit because <laughs> you cannot have our man Tom pulling a, a fucking uh, a tendon in the neck looking up all the time. Bad enough he's got to look up at all the broads. Uh, a little bit for the tired working man. The broads in this movie are just Yo, outstanding. You talk about Worth my, the price they of the are, popcorn just for themselves. Oh my God. They are a, a very... Smorgasbord. There's a very specific website I won't mention that I regular that they just basically went through my search history. Oh God. Overly tall, hot blonde. Oh my God. Uh, Mantis has never looked better and she's like yeah. rocking kabuki she, makeup for no she, reason some she scenes. she barely speaks in this movie which is really uh, her at her best quite frankly. <laughs> That's the meanest um, thing anyone's ever said. Well... There's, um, like, racial undertones you don't mean I will, to be there. It's not racist. I no, will, I know. I just wanted you to specify it I sounded racist. I will look up the French translation of that sentence and say it once again so, so she gets it. You will not um, talk about my ex-wife like that. We, we need to talk to her booking agent. But in any case, so I guess a little bit of a split. That, actually, not even. Charlie That's didn't That's what I mean. It's like, how do I even... Charlie didn't how do love you... the story, but still <laughs> want you to go... He says, can I... Is this milk bag? I'm allergic, so I can't tell. But you smell anything. Anyway. Can I tell you? It is it's, a fucking awesome it is, time. It is movies. identical for me. It's identical. And this is why I kind of harped on it before. This is identical joy level to Mission Impossible 2. I shouldn't like it as much as I do. But here the fuck I am. And I am not going to ever. I fucking don't like when other people yuck my yum. I'm not going to yuck my own fucking so yum. So just to be real clear again. because I don't like of, it, but I love a it. A little bit of mixed messages. Mission Impossible 7 Part 1, Disc 8. I love, I hate how much I love it. Well, we already knew that that was going to be the case of anything you love. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend people who haven't seen it go see it? Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you're a dick. That's valid. We all know this. If you're watching U.S. Comic Fest, everyone should see. Should honestly, I see something? It's so much better because of the scale of some of the spectacle. It's like you must see this on a giant screen. Just fucking see it. I don't care if you watch it on your phone. Bootleg from Russia. I go care see about the that. Movie. Don't do that. It was outstanding. Um, the bottom line is if anybody sits here and tries to tell you that Mission Impossible franchise, much less the most recent installment, is not worth getting up off of your tuchus and dragging it into the local cinema and sucking down some ooh so salty popcorn so good, and though. fizzy fizzy deliciousness that goes when you pour it in. I don't care what it is. That's what it's going to sound like going in. They have one thing and one thing only, Charlie, and that is just like our boy... And uh, Ellis's boy, George Toy Boy Lucas. They are <laughs> a goddamn liar. Goddamn liar. Why That's... though? Because Hans our first bitch. At first, biatch indeed. Yes, we got a little bit of extra room. Do you want to see? Do you want to see the difference in this our days? Is... 
this is uh, this is really respective of how we live in life, but it's all right. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Before we jump into the next topic, really, really quickly, yes. can I tell you an embarrassing you may. truth about oh yours truly? Please do. Um, I almost never, almost never, to a point where I really can't believe the last time that I fell for internet tomfoolery. <laughs> I thought this was going um, somewhere like very... So I'm like, oh... Like I, I've been dating an AI for two very years. Very close shave. Um... You happen. shit grew back so fast, people are going to think you're an X-Man. Or a wolf. Either one's fine. Um, Both are kind of true. So I'm just like, la la la, surfing, surfing, surfing. And this really falls into the category of, I, I, I so wish that it were true, that even a fucking tiny whiff of it is a possibility. I'm like, oh my god, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Uh, somebody posted somewhat um, satirically... <laughs> that our close personal friend John Mulaney had been cast as Plastic Man. <gasps> and Charlie, I fucking bit on that hook. Like, oh. you remember how Bruce the Shark in Jaws bit down on that fucking <laughs> the boat? That, that leg? The, oh, the leg. I, I bit down like it was the Kittener Boy, bro. I was like, ah, it's delicious. Oh my God. Mulaney's going to be Plastic Man. I'm so happy. And that lasted for approximately. <laughs> lasted approximately 11 nanoseconds where as my eye was tearing up at happiness <laughs> and like open up for the first time you know you tear up a little bit and it clears your contacts uh, and you're like oh wait oh, wait, what happened oh no oh no I basically fell for the comic book equivalent of an article on the onion uh, I'm like oh, oh no so I'm like wouldn't that be great oh, like my, what the fuck was the punchline Poor little heart. Well, there's like an online petition going on, but there's like, there's, there's online, online petitions for yeah. everything nowadays. Oh man, I'm, I was embarrassed. Melania's Plastic embarrassed. Man is borderline perfect casting, oh. which a little bit makes me insane. What up, Chris? Oh, but no, it's gonna be okay. It's, he will get other. Look at his wife. Look at his wife. He gets to be inside her all the time. Ruin her He's not on drugs now. He's not. Yeah, but that's not our problem. He has to pretend he loves her for two more years so he gets that DC money. No, it's okay. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay. No, it's gonna be okay. What up, Chris? What up, Chris? John's crying over fake plastic man news. Uh, I'm crying for whole different reasons. Well, John Chris is here. Who's here? Chris uh, Vasallo. Oh, what's up, Chris? Um, the strike continues, oh. and uh, they're being joined. Another SAG. strike. That's strike two. It's Call on the outside. I'm fucking saying. Sam looking. And Astra are now both on strike. Do you want water? I have my picture. No, I'm good. Um, the 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 strike continues, and the thing that really really amazes me um, more than anything else is how frustrating the discourse is. I just want to drop a couple quick facts. Sure. First and first, mostly, full disclosure. I Fuck have the a, suits! I have a vague acquaintance that is a member of SAG-AFTRA. Sure. I have a few friends. We have that several. Are, that are unionized. Well, you have more friends than I do. Um, but likable. Fair enough. Um, I, I do have friends in the union. Um, I am a union employee. I have friends who are in other unions. I'm not in SAG-AFTRA. I'm in other unions. Um... And this is something that does uh, directly affect me because there is already emails going out. 
about professional cosplayers, which I am not. Um, however, they did pretty much put a cease and desist on if we're contacted to not kind of help out uh, with promotion. And Ghostbusters, uh, in the past, Sony has reached out to us to help promote their flick, um, which is not something I would participate in as long as the strike's going in. I don't represent the team I'm with completely. I, I kind of manage the team more than run the team, so that's their business if they choose either the Long Island Ghostbusters or the New York City Ghostbusters. That's for them to decide. I can only really speak for myself. And I am speaking for myself. Uh, they made it very, very clear. John actually pulled up a, a fantastic uh, picture. Um, Charlie works better with pictures. I can't totally see it, so you can give them the, the 10 cent version. But as of right now, what's been confirmed for me, uh, I, I don't. Do you want me to read this whole gimmick? No, no, no I'm just saying. Before you gotcha. reference, you this want. is awesome. Um, Basically, it, it, it comes down to this has a lot of nuances. has a lot of aspects to it, but there's some things I want to clear up. That was only a, a, a kissing cousin sure. of it, but I am glad. Thank you for pulling that up okay. uh, for me. Uh, again, I think it's important for anyone interested in arts, anyone who likes arts, anyone who appreciates arts, I think we have a dog in this fight, and that's really the central point. But the average actor does not make enough money to get... The, the, the average actor who's in SAG-AFTRA, uh, or writer... Do not make enough money to get health insurance. $26,000 has been cited as the average. $26,000 to pursue the art that all of us ingest. So right away, that, we're not talking... Not everybody can do. Yeah, we're not talking about millionaires out the gate. Number two, we need entertainment. At least I do. Right? So the minute someone dismisses art, as unimportant. You're a dick. Uh, you're a dick, and I don't like you, and this show ain't for and you. And you're short-sighted, and you're just wrong. Um, those are the two central principles. We got a note-breaking breaking news. Nope, no one needs a glass of water. Thank you, uh, <laughs> producer Nancy, who's just throwing notes in the middle of the fucking show. Um, for me, it all boils down to right and wrong. And the wrong of this is, as always, fuck the suits... Fuck the suits. But they've never made more money, and more and more shit is being revealed that never even occurred to me. Yeah. John, yeah. you're Netflix. I am. You rent a show from me. I'm Warner Brothers. You want to show Dawson's Creek because you also want to stare at young Joey and just fantasize your teen fantasies. You, as Warner Brothers, gets money from Netflix. Netflix gets money from the consumer. Where the fuck is the actor's residuals? If this was TV, it's not a lot, right? Because the way that I learned this too, the way that traditional, traditionally, if you star on a sitcom and you get your 200 episodes, which means then you could be fucking, Trump your reruns like can be thrown everywhere. Most successful sitcoms the first time it's shown, you get the lion's share. The second time, less, and then less and less and less and less and less. But when this shit goes to Netflix, when it goes to Disney+, Plus, when it goes all over the fucking internet, through paid services... Streaming. Streaming, no one fucking sees dick all of a sudden. Suddenly no actors have anything to do with it. Somebody posted a similar kind of like um, pictograph, which, let's be honest, you know, as Americans, that's how we learn best. Yeah, at least um, I do. For every, for every dollar of, resi of, of residual income that they get for streaming... Um, and they, they showed it across the board, like, the streamer, 
um, Netflix was actually one of the, the, the biggest payouts. Still, less than a cent. Less than a cent. It just seems wrong. Less and than a cent. If, if you do not have, if you have, if you're putting out a product and the product itself is not compensated duly, what you're, what you're really on is on an auto, autobahn that lets you drive as fast as humanly possible. You can drive as fast as you want to go. You can charge as much as you want to charge. You can hoard as much of that pile as you want to hoard because there are CEOs that are making $250 million a year after year after year and these are they're not just like the biggest most uh, successful yeah. streamers this is like these the are for third exec at failing yeah. uh, uh, fucking streamers mm -hmm. um guess what that's a great trick for now yeah it ain't fucking maintainable it's not gonna happen you know we talk about Kevin Smith a fair amount on this uh, show yeah, a little bit of in love with them what yeah. like sexually oh you know I get it I get it um but they, they talk about all the time, or he talks about, we've seen multiple live events there, and he owns his own movie theater, and I don't think any of us uh, were not under the delusion that, like, well, fucking movie theaters, they must print uh, money hand over fist, and they don't. Yeah. You know who does fucking print money? The people who have your dollar that you're already subscribed to. They have your dollar before you done fucking watch minute one of whatever they have going on, um, they already have your money. They do not want to cut any fucking piece of the pie. Man, they, they don't want anybody else to eat. And eventually you're going to shake talent out of your own industry and you'll have nothing else to fucking show you on know, your channel. You know what pisses me off though? We have clear empirical evidence. Because when Friends moved to HBO, Huge fucking deal. So we know that moved the needle. When The Office moved, that fucking... There are people, myself included, who will re-watch... Let me be more specific. There's a shit ton of us who cut cable to instead get multiple streaming services. So on cable, people would get some pennies, but now they're fucking not. It is the same service. You get old entertainment in my fucking eyeballs. But more importantly, what this really showed me recently... With how fucking dumb and short-sighted and shitty people have been about the situation. When the fuck did it become so cool to, like, cuck out for billionaires? When the fuck did this, like, Musk is it, a celebrity? It and, has. And, and why the, the amount of verbal and, and visual blowjobs these fucking people are getting? The guy from Disney everyone all of a sudden loves? The guy ruining shit? The, the fucking vitriol... For anybody who's looking to get what they're worth, right? Rocky said it best. If you know what you're worth, go out and get what you're worth. But don't fucking look around and be like, I should have more than this person or that person or this. That's actually one of the most, one of the best parts about this shit is because you have those individuals who do make tens of millions of dollars when productions come out to star in a fucking attempt, not even for home runs. If I... Uh, so, so we have a friend of the show and a friend of mine in real life. I'm going to leave her name out of it because uh, you know how this industry is. But after the fucking dust settles... We'll call her Palma Bayak. Uh, <laughs> I wish. I wish. I'd be like, fucking push me off. I just done Charlie in real life. Um, Salma Hayek's proof, by the way, anyone who's like, 
when you're over 30 or not. Salma Hayek might be 100. I don't give a fuck. That she gets, might legit be a vampire. That gets the Batman smack across the face. She's still rocking the same bikini. The bikini's I mean, 30 years old. Hot as fuck. That's how bad she needs residuals, bro. <laughs> she can't even afford a bikini for them giant watermelons. Um, but... Let's vote that. Give us a sec. No, you you live in that. You sit in that stink for a minute. Okay. Um, so, so I have a very good friend who's currently blessed. Now, granted, blessed to be on two programs programs uh simultaneously uh this was one of those first voices who was like yeah fuck in, in effect fuck the suits like the the team mentality there um is unlike really most things that i have seen in real life they are they are unified so you have um you have your your george clooney's next to like the fucking extra from that one episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother, like it, it's just one of it's those. It's fucking awesome. It's one of those things where it's a unifying thing, guys. You have fucked with the wrong group of people. Somebody else posted something very, very good that I wish I could reference, but I can't, so I'm just gonna steal it. Give no credit. Uh, something to the tune of, um, so as an organization, you are choosing to go after people who get paid for their ability to communicate a, a certain <laughs> thought or story and then on top of that you're also going after the people who write the words that yes. those people Not are a great fight to pick. like what are you doing that's like going to war with a bullet manufacturer what are you doing guys you are going to lose it is pure so fucking greed it is not coming off you're not coming off looking good in any fucking way and it started off you not looking so greedy either because of the shit that you're putting out yeah. there into the world. Did you did you read what one unnamed uh, CEO said about this when it was just the SAG strike? They said we just have to wait until they start losing their apartments. Like what a fucking like you're, what a Lex Lutheran a piece of shit. That is some let them eat cake bullshit. Yeah, when do you think though? Real and again, we don't have to beat the point too badly to death. But like, when did it become? When did it become fucking like in vogue to to ass kiss this hyper elite? It, it wasn't this. This is just another example of it's it. Just, but isn't it crazy? Uh, like there are people it's legitimately so nonsensical. What has Bob Iger done? That is not your team. As much as you close your eyes at night and pull the color, covers up to your little chinny chin chin chin, and probably multiple of them. Um, that ain't your team, my friend. They are not coming for you. They are not calling you up to be on the fucking fantasy football league with them, with the fucking CEOs of uh, you know of uh, Amazon Prime or Disney Plus or fucking anybody else. All right, so get real. Um, get with your home fucking team because whether you're fighting with them or not, they are fighting for you, dum dum. If you've ever enjoyed anything, you should be. Oh, I've never pro enjoyed anything. Nice. You should be fucking pro at least this union. Yeah. If not, like, all unions. And, like, there have been times where people have cited, like, the three shitty things unions have done. It never comes close to the fact that, like, the, the best example, the bullet in the gun Jimmy of Alpha? good examples. No. I heard you paint houses. Fair enough. You co-starred in Spider-Man 2. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. The crotch had a prominent role. The crotch. Heard round the world. The last old uh, Aunt May, I think, in in recent Who's history. Who's that? That's right. 
I, I'm close personal friends with her, so I call her Sal. You little peons probably refer to her as Sally Field or Miss Sally Field or Academy Award winning. You call Sally her Field. Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah We're yeah, gonna go with yeah. you. Call her yeah, yeah. and our pizza guy. The next, call them both Sal. The next time that we bump into her, uh huh. Um, I'll I'll propose you. Fair enough. I uh I'm furious at you right now. But your cock and balls were in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. If you watch the extended cut, they like actually see the, you. The current uh, cut. And your hot is, Asian wife. The current cut, which is actually coming to Disney. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. The John cut. Uh, by the way, I get no residuals <laughs> for my Schwarzelvania showing up in that movie. Graduation Wait, it? Look it? for a bow-tied Puerto Rican with an Asian wife. Hot Asian, Asian wife. Girl. Hot Asian wife. Don't bullshit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But and uh, no one was the... happier when this silly bitch felt <laughs> her death than me. I was like, Andrew, let her fall. She had to do, like ninety fucking. One hundred percent sounds like you're talking about hot Asian uh, wife. No, no, she's you, she's, she's like. You are talking they, about they, uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I, I hope you're out there they picketing her, by yourself. They call her 90 take Oh, uh, 90 take Emma. She took so many fucking takes. She could take one more, like, you know what I'm right? You know what I'm saying? What do you say? My cock. I don't follow. I would like to show her my oh, cock and balls. Boy. Don't talk like that around my buddy Sal. She Fair will, enough. She will put you out on the street. They want to be able to take John and his tight-ass khakis and his clear outline of his schwanz. You can find out if John's cut. The cut. You could um, see the 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 spider web lines. Like it's, it, it's, there's some tight it's pants. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, they want to take you, pay you for one day. Yeah. And then own a digital copy of you of my and they've, and they've specified they don't want to own it forever, John. They just want to own it for the rest of the film. So they want to pay you for one day of extra work. You, who, who a lot of these extras tried, are trying to break in, Brad Pitt, uh, De Niro, all started as extras, all doing extra work. They want to own their digital likeness to not pay them for more days to do whatever the fuck they want with it. John, you talk about the entity being bad. This is some bull fucking shit. Charlie, that's, that's evil because you know what that does? One of the things that um, has been true of performers across the board, and that's whether you're performing in a movie, if you're performing in a play, if you're doing street art in the parking lot at Costco, whatever the fucking case might be, you have your ability level. And it is what it is. A lot of it is God-given. A lot of it is trained. A lot of it is just pure experience. Yep. But you are who you are at that moment because of a confluence of events. Those are some pretty big syllables. I hope your uh, fucking close captain yeah, can keep up. Um, but you are what you are at that moment. However... The one thing that they cannot take away from you is your fucking choice, right? You have the ability to say, hey, I would like to perform for you. And they say, okay, buddy, here is the script. And it might not even, it might not even be something that they want you to say. It might just be something that they want you to do or, or mimic that you're doing, whatever the case might be. Whatever your comfortability is in that, you have the opportunity to say, mm -hmm, no. I, I'm not willing to do this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not like, comfortable there. Now, if they own me digitally and they choose to fucking make you're me under one... Ezra Miller getting humped. Like, hey, guess what? You're going to be one of King Kong's testicles yeah. in this next CGI Which, fucking that we're fair, doing. That would track. If I was, like, lefty, that'd be fine. Um, but look, I mean, the, the, to, to do things like that, it is just purely abhorrent. Um, it's, it's, it's fucking wrong. And look, the other thing is... 
And this is really the last point that I want to make on it, except to give this uh, guy's credit. Um, it's not always about money, guys. Yeah. That's the thing. The funny thing is when, when people are having these water cooler conversations, ah, I, I would take that money to do X, Y, Z. Well, you can't dance, act, or sing, so nobody's offering you shit. I might yeah, offer you a out, buck they don't, to go away, they don't not ask to you sing to start or dance Hamilton. or act. Yeah. Um, however, uh, the people that can fucking do it, um, they're entitled to their due, and they're entitled to say, hey, I don't think this is fair, so I'm not going to do what you do because you say just fucking do it dummy like we've heard these conversations over and over we've heard it in the sports world we've heard it in the academic world which is crazy to me because these are clearly who are pe clearly people who are smarter than you uh who did some research on youtube or whatever the case might be but um yeah that's and i just want to give them credit and then do it yeah please wrap do. You up. um so charlie had referenced uh friends of a friend's um, who posted regarding the cosplay rules. So specifically, um, our, our good friend, uh, Sinead Atkinson, she's a big part of, actually uh, a co-founder uh, of Miss the Mermaid, Dynamite Mermaid, Mermaid predominantly, uh, but fantasy as well, cosplay group. They do it for uh, really good causes and stuff. Um, she actually had a reference elemental cosplay. All of this is all over on Facebook. Uh, Valerie Meacham, who does... Uh, who really does amazing, amazing stuff. Joker, uh, if you bumped into these folks, even you would be impressed. Um, their cosplay level, these are like, you know, princess parties they throw, special events. It's fucking crazy. Like smile, kid smile makers to the level that is just like enviable. Um, once again, it's elemental cosplay and also uh, as well, Mist of the Mermaid. Um, kind of like talking about like what's socially acceptable during the strike for cosplay to do and Charlie, Charlie really wrapped it up and put a bow in it perfectly, uh, so I'll leave it at that. But just, just dynamite people at what they do, and you know, uh, pretty fucking smart to boot, which is a, a yeah, rare combination. It's, and it's and it's funny that you mentioned Joker Stream uh, as we kind of wrap up this segment. Yeah. Uh, Joker, there's you know you're you're circling the drain on some amazing opportunities. You may have tough decisions down the road because I I know for a fact already contacted for some projects coming up and releasing soon. I know a bunch of cosplayers uh, that I know are attending Barbie events paid by the studio. And for me, yeah. for my needs as like a would-be artist, I can't support their endeavor. If they're if, grown adults, they can decide. If you have to turn decide. down a Ken gig because of what's going on here, I'm going to go start picketing myself, dude. Um, I just want to own that pink, gussied up Charlie boy. Ooh, man, I, that's I could, a Ken I could pull it off. Uh, bottom line for me, very simply, is this is one of those you're, you're in the right or you're in the wrong. Uh, no one's been able to present a version of actors getting pennies more uh, and, and, and rich, talentless suits getting a couple pennies less that they won't notice on their bottom line spreadsheet. Um, to me, it's a no-fucking-brainer. Uh, I'm siding with artists almost every time. I say almost because... Who knows? They're going to start, you know, a riot or something. I'm not cool with that. Um, but this, to me, is very, very clear. There's a right side. There's a wrong side. Be on the goddamn right side. One of the best right sides is uh, not being a total fucking phony shill piece of shit. Meh. And actually, lately, I got to tell you, it's really bothered me. A lot of these um, advertisements I've seen on other podcasts, other shows, I get it. You got to make a buck. 
but these people are clearly just like taking any fucking thing that rolls in and and try Sam Wow. It does kind of fuck up my enjoyment. I recently took a break of some podcasts because I found myself like just being envious of some people to be totally fucking transparent. And it was just like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm kind of like wishing them fucking bad and they're strangers. Damn. So I had to take like a bit of a break uh, on that a lot of podcasts. dolls were in there? Correct. That is what I all those were. That was, nope, those were not G.I. Huh. Joe's. Those were uh, voodoo dolls. That was a space ball situation. I, nope, nope. I uh, I fully <laughs> apologize to some podcasters who might have sore throats. That's me. That's the needles. Um, <laughs> uh, the truth is I would like to think that I would never actively advertise something just because of the payday. Uh, I do not know. Th- th- no one's coming off for me like ten grand to sell. Like you could be a lord or lady. Like I know that's a bullshit like scam. But like Super I don't know. Observant, uh, if, taxi pay if you want to give me the target, if you want to give me ten grand to advertise like a game, I'm. I, it might be one of those things that like tune in next week to see if he's a fucking liar. I would advertise ball shavers. I shave my balls. Another thing I do. Why, dude? You've got to sell this. Full disclosure, I've been sitting here for like uh, like an hour. <laughs> no, right there. That's why the chair was still uh, <laughs> But unlike other podcasts, we do not sell out for some random brand that's willing to pay. We found friends who are willing to throw a couple shekels our way. That's why, once again, we are brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my favorite part is their entire discography is available across all music streaming services. I also shave my nuts right over your iPad. God so. damn it, Charlie. Yeah. Where are we shaving? I mean, where are we dropping? With Sergeant Finesse. These are the last fucking days of the Sarge's oh my God. streaming. On Facebook Gaming, all oh, Zuckerberg, you done fucked up, it's Jim. It's so hard. Um, so, uh, he is wrapping it up strong, uh, strong though. He's spending more and more and more and soon to be exclusively full-time over on Kick.com. But the Sarge is still doing multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content, supported games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today or tomorrow if it's uh, pretty busy for you today. Also, as well as, as always, we have to, we absolutely must give a shout out to the Grinning Wonder himself. Ooh, Caesar Romero would be uh, fucking pleased with what Jokers underscore stream underscore is currently doing. Uh, talk about fucking cosplay fucking goodness over on Twitch.com uh, as well as Kick.com. Just fort- a Fortnite streamer like you done read about. Uh, read it about? I don't know. Read it, it, it. Who cares? <laughs> um, just an outstanding game distributor, wonderful supporter of other creators out there. Just, uh, he's just a man, uh, bottom line. <laughs> Bats might make you fucking wonder every once in a while, but Joker, uh, Joker gets it done. Bats, you're adorable. I love you. You can do no wrong uh, either. Um, but yeah, yeah, we paid some bills. We paid some bills. Nice. Now comes the part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where as benevolent hosts that we are, clearly I'm talking about myself, we don't gonna give things away, nothing you could take home necessarily, unless you want to sit mama down and say, I heard a great story today, (laughs) do you have about four hours? Ooh! Because it would require her to be familiar with one of John Carpenter's seminal 
masterpieces absolutely not appreciated in its own immediate time but absolutely beloved at this late stage of the game i fucking give vhs tapes all the credit in the world because people did not flock to the cinema uh, like Tom Cruise would have insisted that they do. They had to unfortunately wait till they could take it home and pop on their very own copy of Big Trouble. Where? In Little China, starring Kurt fucking Russell, just at like the absolute top of his Ken doll uh, game. Um, uh, Kim Cattrall, when she was not playing the grandma, uh, to a bunch of hookers in the city, where she was just like a pre-mannequin-level bomb piece, just like, goddamn, whatever you say. She played a lawyer, uh, she played a lawyer whose last name was Law. And you're like, mm, I don't really know about that, but you're like, yeah, she's pretty, pretty hot looking in this, so I will go with it. I'll allow it. Oh, man, Charlie, it was... Uh, I mean, truly... Now, let me ask you this question before I launch into this. Yeah. Do you recall at what point and what the circumstances are where you discovered in your little, I'm assuming, adolescent mind, maybe prepubescent, um, the fucking wonder that is Big Trouble in Little China? Do you remember? Uh, I, I constantly lament that video stores no longer exist because this was a video store. Ugh. Recommend. God bless that kid. On my, like, 17th rental of The Crow... It was like, for fuck's sake. He's like, bro, you're going to wear these tapes out. So it wound up being, I got uh, handed a Kurt Russell, like, three-pack. Because I was rocking nice. three VHSs. Tango and Cash. It, was, it wasn't. What? Do you want to take a guess what the other two Escape were? Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Escape and, from L.A. And Escape from L.A. Oh, shit. And, and then, Big Trouble. And then Big Trouble. That's a, that's and a, then I came that, back and I was like, more please. And he gave me, what was that weird <laughs> space like jail bullshit? It was today. What was the space thing? Where is the space, space tattoo? Jail. It's a later in his career flick. Well, Snake had a face tattoo. I thought Snake, oh, no, had, Snake an eye had a patch. snake tattoo. Yeah, and I, a, I yeah, uh, the, the some like Earth or some bullshit. I forget. Mm, There's like a, 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 a colony or, or some nonsense, <laughs> but I, I do not think it's worth having. It'll come to me. Yeah, yeah. Do you get anything I for guess. you? Huh? Is that answer sufficient? Yeah, no, that'll work for me. So, in any case, this was one of those flicks where. Again, as a child of the 80s, Sundays were for pretending you were going to church with dad, getting some on-the-down-low pancakes, getting back in time to sit on the floor in the living room slash dining room and watch some kung fu fucking theater. Oh, baby, did I love me some kung fu theater. Uh, to the point where I'm like, well, this is almost like archaeology because <laughs> they clearly don't make these type of movies anymore. Yeah. But Charlie, <laughs> they done did it. Uh, and I, I'm talking about this is like even pre uh, um, Last Dragon. This is this this is like this is when uh, Kung Fu was basically put up on the shelf to a uh, fucking die and get coated in dust. All of a sudden, John Carpenter, John Carpenter, the genius, also a hell of a musician, might I add, uh, decided, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and put this out into the world. You can thank me later. And here we are. How many decades after the fact that I'm thanking you by the only way that I can by giving you a proper fucking sequel? Because you know what happened, Charlie? Sometimes when you gotta do rights, it doesn't make a difference how gargantuan your opponent is. Dwayne Rocky Johnson is approximately 8 feet tall, 447 pounds, and could tear my fucking ass 
up one side and down the other, I would still stand up to him and point at his little Samoan-ass face and say, No, 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 you will not remake fucking Big Trouble in Little China. You will not, you Samoan son of a bitch. Okay? Just take that Rudy Poo idea, turn it sideways, and shove it right up. You can't be asked, jabroni. You cannot remake a fucking classic. What you can do, Charlie, is do a fucking sequel. A, a legacy sequel, and that's exactly what I'm going to do for you right now. <clears throat> I hope you're ready. Let's I take have, some notes. Where are we going to do this? What is your, do you, do you what, want, am I going to open the elevator? What is your recollection? I'm just going to ask you this because even the producers vague the producers I have of a the vague break, recollection. Boy, let's see here. I mean, you've been how long you've been working here, kid? As a producer of this, I, this uh, is too fine, much touching. This is too much touching. Why are you outside of the executive elevator? Man, I will want this movie made, whatever it takes. <laughs> Zip. So, um. All right, anybody, if you're unfamiliar with Big Trouble in Little China, shame yeah, on you. Yeah, you're a fucking nerd. Shame on you. No one that watches this bullshit hasn't seen Big Trouble. But um, I'll just wait here, right here in the lobby for the elevator to arrive so I can pitch this shit. You have to give up. Oh, you're one of those young. Yeah, oh yeah, young hip. Oh, the checkbook is gonna be out. Hey, man, sir, uh, would you please hit the executive level floor button for me as well? Hit. Go. Okay, my little friend. I mean, my very big dick buddy. Um, I'm a big dick boy. This is my sequel pitch for uh, a sequel, a direct sequel, legacy sequel uh, to Big Trouble in Little China. Working title currently, Bigger Trouble in Little China, or... I'm buying it. <laughs> I'm buying it, but... Or, uh, conversely, maybe the fucking working title, The Midnight Ride of the Pork Chop Express. It's up to you. It's up to you. <clears throat> Can it be both? Off to, off to a good start. Um, so, all right, here... Here, where we at? Nope, that's in there, Jones. I done fucked up. I done fucked up, Jim. All right, uh, so right off the bat, this is a legacy sequel, if I hadn't been fucking clear. So this flick is starring Kurt Russell Yay. returning as Jack Burton. Sorry, Rock. Uh, <laughs> James Hong, who I double-checked and is very much still alive, to reprise his role as Low Pan. Kim Cattrall, just looking as old as she wants to look. I don't really care. <laughs> she is returning as Gracie Law. You know, the lawyer, Gracie Law. Come on, guys. We can do better. Their accountant is Jim Math. Dennis Dunn is returning as Wang Chi. Uh, fucking Burton's, fucking awesome. uh, Burton's little buddy. Uh, you know, tough guy buddy. Um, also, as well as Susie Pai, returning as Mao Lin. Mao Yin. Um, who, if you remember, like, in the movie, like, Ah, she's a pretty fucking bomb piece. That, uh, is... Good job, uh, producers. That's because you remember her from First Blood. She's Rambo What Me Next Man. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's her. That's nice. her. So, uh, naturally, with that type of a track record, she's got to be in the flick again. Um, but we it's are, in the movie. We are adding, because, you know, name recognition counts. We are adding uh, Simu Liu, oh, who shit. you probably remember as Shang-Chi. Yes. <clears throat> He's playing a new Your character. Your soul is mine. He's playing a new character named uh, Bo Chi. Uh, kind of, there's a little relation there. Um, guy who we were talking about maybe two weeks ago and is just as hot as fire. Ki Hui Quan, 
Uh, you might know him as Short Round. The but artist formerly here, known as Short Round. Here he'll be playing again a new character called Guai Xiang. Um, we are also getting. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but um, we are getting a, a, a re. Not a reimagining, because that, that's a terrible word for me. We're getting replacement storms. Oh! Fucking storms, thunder, and lightning, and wind. For a lot of people, that's their immediate recommend. Uh, recommend Those uh, fucking Remembrance of this flick. Um, but we gotta still have the face action. Because uh, they're going to be placed by Lucy Liu, oh! Olivia Munn, oh. and Shannon Lee. Who some people might know, but if you're a fan of Brandon Lee, or even her father and his father, Bruce Lee, you'll know that she is the daughter and uh, she sister. Act? She does. Okay, cool. Actually, she's a martial artist. Uh, also, as well as just for a little bit of extra cash a value, Jackie Chan will be playing a new character named Professor Liang. I bought right. this. <laughs> these people sign on? It's Here, bought. Here's what you bought, my friend. Years after the events of Big Trouble in Little China... Wang and Miao have gotten married, and they've had a son. Good for them. I'm happy for it. Whose name is Bo, uh, spelled B-A-O in the Chinese style. Uh, and that's, of course, Shang-Chi. Um, they're, they're living the quiet life, and they're operating a successful restaurant in San Francisco, an expanded-upon version of the Black of the Dragon of the Black Pool, which is his restaurant from the first flick. Respect. All right. Now, Jack Burton, in the meanwhile, is still out on the road, though he does more cross-country hauling than local, so as to never put down roots. He comes by the restaurant eh, maybe once or twice a year for a few years, enough so that Bo knows him as Uncle Jack. Aw. Uncle! Relatively recently, however... I don't know if you're allowed to he, say that. Here, <laughs> here is where things start getting hairy, Charlie. <clears throat> property in Chinatown, California, uh, San Francisco, has been bought up at an alarming rate. A billionaire developer importer named Guao Xiang, oh. uh, short round, uh, is the head of the organization that's doing so. So I kind of want you to think about like a like an Asian Mark Zuckerberg, type, okay. right? So uh, douche, um, or or like a, you know like um, fucking uh, Amazon. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi it is. <laughs> um, so, so again, he's got the ducats, and he's going to spend them. So, now, the funny thing is, Charlie, that most folks in the neighborhood, they're willing to sell because what he's offering is actually a little bit more than market value, and like a reverse mortgage on crack, he does not require them to leave. He says, uh, let me buy your property, stay here. Oh. You can just give me a little, like a little token annually, to stay on what is really my land now, but it's your home, stay there, do what you gotta do. It's just that I, at the end of the day, it's my property. You're just living on it. Cool, Modi? Bum, right. bum, bum. Most folks are like, yeah, sure, that fucking sounds great. Awesome, fantastic. So he starts raking up the acreage uh, like uh, like hotcakes. Um, however, however, not every person living there felt the same way, and they thought that this, this just might be too good to be true. And they don't particularly care for Zeng. So they say, you know what? Fuck right off, buddy. Now, there are these holdouts. And they're few and far between. But they're holdouts. They start to feel the pressure. After a few months have gone on, um, Zeng is suspected of using a reformed Lords of Death gang 
to kind of get these motherfuckers oh, to shit. either sell. Look, you sell, take this fair deal. Like like a mafia type situation. Like sell. <laughs> these are some unreasonable motherfuckers. Or go. I mean, anybody wearing a fucking golden headband, you know, you might be in a little trouble. That's what um, the fuck up was. They showed up full on gimmicks. But like regular clothes, otherwise. <laughs> Um, so here they are. Is that the visual? Because I love it. Like, that's so, honestly that I insist like, that's in the movie. You know, like, fucking how uh, Lucha, Lucha fucking wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's suit. exactly what I'm thinking. A beautiful, oh, like, Versace suit. It's, it's in, in the, the movie. movie. Electric uh, Gremlin, it's in the movie. All right, so now things start to get, like, physical. The intimidation is happening. So much so that the, the long defunct but now reactivated. Shang-Chi warriors, red headbands, they have to start fucking showing back up just to protect the innocent like, from yeah, getting what hurt. What the fuck's going on? They're like, basically, they fucking lit the bat signal and they, they went down the pole at the ghost house. Whatever the case. Now, now they, do they also have, like, young... Like, it's, it's, not, new, it's, it's not like... New, it's not old men. It's a new they, generation. They kept this shit going. They right. just haven't needed on, to be on there. On the down low, and again, by necessity. Just so now... For clarity's sake. Here you have Shang-Chi. I mean, Bo wants to join them. But fuck, he can't find them because it is a relatively secret society. They ain't got advertising on uh, TV and fucking park benches like uh, Zeng does, because he does. Um, so one night, the Lords of Death, they come up, knocking on the restaurant door. Why? Table. This executive table. Why? Because his parents are like, we're not selling to this guy. This is our property. We built it up to what it is. Even though we're saying we could stay, it wouldn't really be ours. Yeah. We would be working for him. Which is some bullshit. So they refuse to sell the fucking black pool. And uh, so the lords of the... They come a-knocking. Good man. Um, now, again, the cheese, as I like to call them, Wang and fucking uh, Maolin uh, and Bo, of course, they're like, look, no, thank you. Um, you know, we're good, but get the fuck out. Unless you want some soup, we'll make you some soup. Uh, all of a sudden, Charlie, a full knockdown, drag-out kung fu battle erupts in the restaurant. I want to think of like literally every third Bruce Lee movie <laughs> where like some restaurant just gets fucking wrecked. Tables flipping over. And this is the red bands versus the gold bands. This is, no, this is the, the Chi family. Dolo versus the fucking uh, gold gotcha. bands. They're like, no, get the fuck out. They're fighting them. So it's, it's again the Chi family, uh, Wang, Miao, and Bo, and a couple of employees because like, you know, you don't hire somebody in Chinatown unless they can kung fu fight. So it's them versus the fucking gold band. The version of this universe rules. Oh man, and we just barely got past the credits. The Fuck. fucking the fight rolls into We're like the glory The fight rolls into the kitchen. There's fucking uh, knives and, and hatchets and shit like that. Um, the fucking fight now rolls into the alley. There's people getting thrown all over the place. And but you know what? The cheese are putting up a great fight, especially for being outnumbered as they are. But they are kind of slowly losing a little traction. One would think, yeah. Um, until. <laughs> All of a fucking sudden, the screen lights up. We hear a yes, and the the the, the light fucking fades back to show oh, he's too old the pork chop <laughs> express. Oh, it's rolling up the alley. It rolls to a stop. Um, basically, she looks largely the same as when we last saw her, except if you recall, the lounging lady on the on the grill has been replaced by a chromed out. Demon Skull has replaced her. Nice. Jack hops down. He joins the fight. Not, obviously, no fucking hesitation. 
How's um, he looking? Do we get him jacked up again? He looks how he looks. Yeah, oh, fair we, enough. We take him where we can get. Fair enough. Um, but I now we're gonna CG that shit. Now the gang members are fucking technically outnumbered. So like, you know what? Fuck that, and they take off. <laughs> so here we have a reunited, and it feels so good. Jack catches up with the Chi family. He's helping them kind of tidy up the restaurant, clean stuff up, as they update him with the events of the last few years because he hasn't been around. They tell him all about the billionaire Zhang buying up Chinatown and the shady tactics he's using, but nobody really knows why. They know how, but they don't know why he's doing it. So, so what? So, uh, um, you know, they say, uh, actually Miao Ying suggests, you know, now that everybody's here, quote unquote, Maybe it's time to go see an old friend of ours. Um, she is a lawyer and she's kind of nosy. She might know some stuff. Uh, might be the time to go see Gracie Law. So they go to Gracie Law's law practice. God, is I it maybe a fake name? I don't think so. Um, so they go to practice a small but still flourishing practice. And obviously the reunion is awkward. It's uncomfortable for Gracie and Jack. Just as much as it is for the fucking for Bao and his parents, since they're all really in the same small office, it's, it's not big. Uh, however, Gracie focuses. She's a professional. She fills the family in on some details. She tells them about a client that she's had uh, who came in trying to contest the sale of their family's property oh. to Zeng. Because it was like an elderly person, like that motherfucker was too yeah. old, didn't really understand what was going on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so she takes a look at it. She says, look, the contract, unfortunately, is ironclad. There's no getting out of it. But she said it's particularly odd because the final bill of sale, like the last page of the contract where everybody signs, it wasn't on like sharp, crisp, white paper like everything else. <laughs> it was kind of like vintage parchment type paper like just, just a little a little odd and she's like matter of fact i still have it here because he snuck it out and we have to we have to take it back because technically it's supposed to be handed into to the zeng uh corporation okay <clears throat> all of a sudden uh, hu uh suddenly <laughs> a storm blows in it was a pretty nice night out uh, but night nonetheless, all of a sudden the fucking heavy rain starts falling in sheets, Charlie, in sheets. Nasty winds are blowing, lightning and thunder crashing. Gracie's Wi-Fi connection quits on her. The windows rattle and blow open and the electricity surges oh, throughout shit. the office and building. The power goes out completely. Now we're in fucking blood, total darkness. Oh, shit. Darkness. Total darkness, brother. I should have never given you money. <laughs> A huge bolt of lightning crashes down, hits the street below, maybe three stories down, and we see the three storms in their new forms. This is, of course, Lucy Liu, mm. Olivia Munn, mm. and uh, what's her face, Lee? You! Um, Bao wants to run right down and confront them, allegedly, but like, you know, they, they look how they look. His uncle and father stop like, no, 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 no. It's a bad idea. These motherfuckers don't play around. We kind of know them. They look really familiar, but not really exactly the same. As they're talking, Charlie, these three motherfuckers from another mother, they burst into the apartment, fucking flying in from different angles. Oh, shit. One through the door, one through the window, one through the ceiling. All of a sudden, they start throwing these motherfuckers around like rag dolls, like your little uh, uh, fucking dummies in there. <laughs> Just throwing them around. And honestly, they're... Jack, of course, being Jack, he's like, they, they came for me. They they must have known that I was back. Whatever. Charlie, they didn't give a they don't fuck. Give a shit. They don't give a shit about anybody in the apartment. They say, got it. They came for the one 
sheet of parchment oh, paper, which again, just was really Something's a, one property to give to Zeng. But these are the fucking, these are the storms. Okay. So now they got the sheet, got it, and they fucking peace out. All right. Now we, we, everything kind of, the lights come back on. It's almost like nothing happened. Uh, but it did though, so. You know how men and women are, right? We have different reactions to shit. <laughs> Gracie and, and Meow, decide, Meow Lin, they decide, you know what? Clearly these bitches are working for Zeng. Let's go to the corporate office and make a, a, a they don't want to write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> they want to go talk to their manager. Um, so they're like, we're going to go to the corporate office. You guys do whatever you want to do. Jack and Wang are like, you know what? Well, Wang mostly, he's like, uh. There was the, that 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 close buddy of Egg Chen. Egg Chen, the actor, uh, the actor who played Egg Chen, sadly died. Yeah. So we couldn't bring him back. And we're gonna have that the that the again legacy that the Egg Chen character also died after he went back to China. Um, however, there's this professor. He's he actually told Egg a lot of shit. Um, the press, the professor who's played by Jackie Chan. Respect. Right? They decide, you know, let's go to university. Go talk to this motherfucker. Um, Bo, you go back to the black uh, to the black uh, uh, the black pool. Um, we have regulars. These people gotta eat. Go back to the restaurant. Make sure it's all open for the lunch rush. He's like motherfucker. I remember. I was Shang Chi. This is some bullshit. <laughs> um, so now we well, Scooby Doo style. We have split them up. All right. Now at the offices, the gals actually meet. Uh, they speak to the front office. They're able to meet Zeng in person. After now, again, we've seen him. Like we know what he looks like. He's in commercials in the background. He's on billboards. He's on ads. The businesses are uh, ad, uh, fucking advertised all over the place. You know, all over the town. But this is the first time we're actually seeing him in person. And he looks like a business guy again. He looks like fucking short round, all grown up and holding an Oscar. It's my floor, but I want to hear more. Yay! Oh, the electricity's. There's no fury still here. Hoops. So here we are. Yeah, we we're, good. we're almost there. So, <laughs> damn it. So they uh, so they show up and they're like they're kind of giving him the business a little bit, but he's still being like real polite and professional. Yeah, it's almost like a politician. This Lex Luthor motherfucker. Um, their questions persist. He starts like, uh, all right, ladies, it might be time to go now. Starts to drop the charade. It's clearly a charade. Like there, there's no masking in that shit. Um, more and more he lets it slip, back to his true nature. Plus the fact that he kind of seems to know them. Like he, oh fuck, he's kind of like he knows like who's gonna talk first and blah blah. He'll reference some shit and like look to the one or the other who should know that stuff. Charlie, he seems to kind of dislike him, and not in the normal uh, way of disliking him for no good reason. He he knows why they're there. Huh. And he says, you know what? Fuck it. And he tells him so. Suddenly, he stands up. His eyes start to glow <gasps> a little bit. Stands up. He reveals long golden pinky nails Fuck on off. each hand. Just then, the inner double doors of his office fly open and reveal the three bumpy storms fade out. And we hear a very familiar laugh. Uh, <laughs> little, the, the, the rain. Did I tell you the rain? <laughs> All right. So now th that's where they are. Cut to the restaurant that's still not quite ready to open. Bao is muttering to himself, I was saying, gee, this is some bullshit. He's trying to get everything ready to fucking feed these, uh, these uh, mouth breathers. Eventually, polite milling about and knocking on the door, which he presumed to be regulars looking to eat, becomes kind of louder and more uh, insistent. He's like, Bao, what is it? And he opens the door to reveal about a dozen or so members of the Chang Sing. They found him. Not the other way around. 
All right, so that's now we're different gonna, but similar. We're gonna cut now to the messy private offices of a university professor, Jackie Chan. Respect. Um, he's now like in the midst of explaining how Lopan, the official name, Lopan was actually at the mercy of a major demon, and that human blood is really the most desirable substance on earth to demons. However, human suffering is a nice little Delicious. appetizer. So they're not gonna mind a little nosh here and there. However, with humans, property ownership is the most desirable thing to humans. So much so that magic cannot be done if you don't own land. If you don't own land, like fucking Forrest, Dan, uh, like uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan fucking told him, uh, if you don't own land, you ain't shit. So he's like, this is an effect. This is the culture. This is what's. These are the rules. It's written in stone, and. Um, Lopan was actually only, if you remember this much, Lopan was only able to be cursed by that first emperor of China because, not because he was defeated in combat by him, but because the emperor, being the emperor of China, is technically the landowner of oh, China. Oh! So, Lopan, motherfucker, you live under my roof? If I say Son I curse you bitch. and I take away your incorporability, that's how it is, Biatch. What a good fucking so not twist, but what so a now, good setup. As the fucking professor is explaining this, we're kind of seeing it in an animated comic book style flashback. So Amazing. Kind of like one of those little. Okay, we had time for that. I need a second um, reference. He then explains that he believes that Lopan has struck a deal with the demon. Give me what I want. Let me get my incorporability back. And I will get you all the fucking blood. You're going to choke on it. Suffering? Forget about it. You're going to be fucking telling... The oh, the suffering. Oh, what am I talking about here? Forget about it. So he returned to the plane. He's like, Lopan is fucking back. I just don't know why. Like, what's the point? Ahem. For some reason, Lopan has returned. <laughs> Somehow. Now, we return to the offices of Zeng. Uh, the storms have subdued Gracie and Miao Ling. Not that that was very tough. They're old ladies now. Um, and they're standing guard as Zhang paces the room back and forth, back and forth. He is incensed that the locals won't just give him what he wants. He's rich. Don't they read the papers? They're not going to strike on him. He's like, give me what I want. Money, please. The girls get real lippy about it, too, which is... Uh, uh, not making things much better. <laughs> so he's getting pushed back. He's like, this is some fucking bullshit. He starts to get more and more angry. And he fucking loses control of himself. His facade starts to slip. And we get a fucking bonkers transformation from Zhang to Lopan. Oh, now, shit. It's full, classic. It's full classic Wong with a fucking dress Respect. and the big hat and the whole nine yards. Respect. Now we got the original actor back up in there. He's now, he's like, you know what, this is actually Oh, the original fun. actor even? He's Respect. like, you know what, these bitches are scared of shitless. Now it's actually kind of fun. Now I'm kind of enjoying it a little bit. So he gets a little, a little bump uh, from their terror. Uh, he floats over, because walking is for bitches. He takes Meow's face in his hands. You spread me once, you won't do it again. He shouts, she shouts in his face, I'll never marry you. <laughs> Lopan laughs and replies, I don't want your old-ass bitch body. Not really. He says, I don't need your body. I need your land and your blood. Then he asks, isn't that right, daughters? It is then that we realize all three storms have green eyes. Oh, shit. But there's more. But wait. Respect. Come back for part two. Um... So, so now we, we go back to the Blackpool. We've got a full house. We've got uh, Chang, the Chang Sing warriors. We've got Bao. We've got Jack and Wang. Uh, Wang, they, <laughs> Wang. They've, 
they've all they've kind of like now uh, reconnoitered there. They realize that the girls never came back, and um, the Changsing members like you know not for anything, but we've got fucking family members who are missing also. So uh, join the club. Uh, <laughs> now the kind of camera spins around. It goes to the bar. The fucking professor's up in that joint with him. He's mixing up something that he refers to as egg juice. He got the recipe from egg. He tells everybody they, they need to come. They need to prepare for battle. Lopan is back. Now we go back to fucking uh, to the offices in full Lopan mode, dressed the whole nine yards. He's floating down the fucking major hallway to the building, which is in that kind of Chinese uh, style. He goes out the fucking doors, Charlie. There's no hiding on the ground for Lopan right now. He goes out the front door, out in the fucking sunlight, right? He, he, he His entire entourage now, because he's got people behind him. Like, he's Darth Vader, and the fucking... The First Order's behind him, and they go all the way back to the... To the um, actually, Darth Vader never worked with the First Order. Like I said, <laughs> so he goes outside, um, and... Uh, he's, like, floating down. He's ready to go out into the fucking world. He's repeating the phrase... Blood for blood, curse for curse. Low and company, they open into a, a huge open octagon, which is technically shaped by the buildings. That oh, that's so cool. Of which he owns all these buildings. That patch of ground, that is his. He's in effect in his own fucking backyard, even though it's a huge public like fucking yeah. open field and again in Chinatown they're like oh we're Chinatown isn't that so awesome so there's a lot of like a, a replica shit out there he fucking his whole cavalcade goes up <clears throat> uh, up to like where they have a replica throne but he's like no I'm gonna sit on that bitch like it's up a little platform takes a couple steps up he's right in the right place now he yells out when he's in the proper position bring the peasants and we see members of the Lord of Death Leading shackled citizens of Chinatown out by the dozens, Charlie. How many? Dozens. By the dozens, Lopan ascends the platform. He sits at the traditional-looking throne. He calls his daughters to him. There's a displayed sword next to the throne and a huge stack of parchment on display. Smiling, he croaks, something to drink. They robotically slice their palms with the burning blade, Respect. which is right there by the throne. Um, and they fucking, they squeeze their fists, one by one by one, all three of them, in effect, filling up a chalice and handing it to him. He's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, delicious. So, um, so he now fucking Now played by John Mulaney. <laughs> exactly. He drinks thirstily. We literally see him become even more robust and tangible, like muscles are fucking filling. It's like he's on roids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the colors start popping even more so. My man, it's like Popeye with spinach, right? <laughs> um, he's like, this is the, the smart... Well, why why marry one broad just so I can become mortal? I will fucking milk these cows for as long as I can and I will be a super low pan. And he's like, that, no, that... Isn't that better? Isn't that better? He's <laughs> like, you green-eyed bitch, get out of my face! So, um, so that's, in effect, the, his game plan now. He's gonna fucking be on steroids... For as long as he as he can. <laughs> so That's a weird way of diluting. Well, yeah, like you know, start blood steroids. <laughs> so um, now he's 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 got his fucking his minions in effect around him, and he says like, Ugh, I would have preferred to wait till I had them all, but once again, you trifling bitches have forced my <laughs> hand. He snarls like Gracie and Mal. Bitches. Suddenly, 
Charlie, he cuts open his own hand, and a fucking blood spray that would have made the Evil Dead movies proud fucking douses Respect. The, 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 um, the, the parchment papers with all the signatures. Just like, just fucking, just like syrup over a hot stack of pancakes. Like, oh, goddamn, woo! So, uh, now he's like, oh, now my peasants, you will know what it is to be cursed and suffer indignities as I have. Now you will serve me, and together we will conquer the living world. Wordlessly, he begins to read names off of the stack, page after page of signature. Name after name after name after name. Just like mouthing them, but you can kind of fucking make out what he's saying. Now Charlie, one by one, people in that fucking group that were all shackled up, as he reads the name, they fucking double over and pay. What the hell's going on? Oh my god! Like a little transformation action. So I want you to kind of imagine the type of shit when the werewolf, fucking the moon, oh, comes out. Fuck yeah. like oh my pancreas, oh no! <laughs> so um, in effect, my pancreas, oh no! In effect, what's happening is this terrible transformation is turning them into the type of demon beast that stowed away on Jack's truck in the original. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's what they're fucking turning into. Um, one was bad. Imagine a fucking, in effect, an army of these bitches dedicated to Lopan. Ooh, this is going to be a problem. So um, now the first of the transformations is completed. That very first name that he read, and he's now read like maybe two dozen of them since. Um, that first transformation is done. He's full fucking demon dog. And uh, he's like, mm, okay, this is different. He rips off the fucking chains. The chains don't mean shit to them. Um, dude, the fucking, these, these demon monsters tear off the chains. They start attacking anyone or anything in front of them. Oh, fuck. Including members of the Lord of Death, other oh, untransformed prisoners, even the fucking storms. They go buck wild shit nuts. Okay, they're going crazy. What's now, the reaction to this? Is everyone well, like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, but people react as we expect. But not even the people. I'm talking about, like, even the fucking baddies the, are the, like, the fucking what's happening? Like, no, that's not happening. They, they have to fight back. So, like, people are doing their level best, but these are demon fucking monster dogs. Yeah, um, I'm a Ghostbuster, I know. It's a, <laughs> it's a problem. Now, relatively unaware of the chaos, Lopan continues to read... And create more and more uncontrollable. Oh, he's like in a trance. He's, so he's not aware he's going, of shit. He's, he's got on, on cruise control. Um, so consumed with his task, Charlie, he doesn't even look up. As a certain rumbling sound is heard in the distance, the fucking pork chop express crashes through the decorative dragon's gate leading to the square. She is now pulling a semi-trailer with the logo for the Wing Kong trading company on its side and hauling ass mud flaps in her rear. The truck slams on its brake as Bo, Jack, and Wang jump out to the uh, jump out of the cab. The rear gate of the trailer rolls up to reveal that the professor and all the remaining members of the Chang Sing, they fucking pour out. They begin to fight the demon monster. So now you have the goodies, you got the white hats, and the black hats all fucking fighting these demon monsters. Um, just to fucking kind of, even people like, still chained up, like, yeah, they do what they can do. Uh, survival of the fittest. In effect, and I, I listed it as, hilarity ensues. <laughs> but what I really mean is like a fucking battle. I want you to imagine a, a final battle, which is like a, a, a cross between... Uh, um, the final fight of Blazing Saddles, where some funny shit happens. Respect. Uh, Endgame and Return of the Jedi. Like, 
There is some shit going on everywhere we look. We give all of our main characters a heroic moment or two, and maybe even one or two comedic ones. But ultimately, final, final, uh, final thoughts here, guys. Ultimately, no it one is, believes you. It's Jack <laughs> turns the page. Ultimately, <laughs> <Open iPad. laughs> ultimately, it is Jack who is up on the platform, eye to eye with a really possessed Lopan. Lopan doesn't even seem to notice. Um, Meow Lin shouts over the fray. Jack, you need to destroy that stack of parchment. Jack, like, responds by saying, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hauls back, punches Lopan in the fucking face. Charlie Lopan no-sells it oh, like he dick. was fucking Triple H, bro. <laughs> um, he's like, he doesn't even register it whatsoever. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So uh, now, um, fucking, uh, what's-her-face, Gracie, she yells out, too. You have to destroy the parchment. Now they're both yelling at me. Gracie and uh, yelling, destroy the parchment, destroy the parchment. He's like, punch him again. You got it. <laughs> he rears back. He full, full uh, fucking Jack. burn. Just Jack being Jack. He punches him again. Maybe throws a little one-two in his face. Lopan, no fucking sells it. Um, uh, la, 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 la. Uh, at this point now, um, he, he fucking, he, he's trying his best. Uh, now you have uh, fucking a bow. Wang, they're yelling the same thing, and Jack looks around, he's like, oh, headbutt him? You got it. So he fucking goes to, like, super sell it, headbutt Lopan, motherfucker does not, uh, does not react, Jack bounces off him, basically, rolls back down, uh, ass of a tea kettle, uh, down the fucking steps, like we have a real John Wick moment, where everybody's like, destroy oh, no. the parchment! So he's like, <laughs> uh, crawling up the steps, camera does a slow motion, Fucking turn around, all the carnage that's going on in the fucking field, and just poor Jack, like, hey, hey, he's a thousand years old, just trying to get to the fucking top, like that was gonna win the day. <clears throat> so, um, so finally, finally, he gets back to the top. Gracie, Miao Lin, Wang, Bo, the professor, even the fucking storms, like, destroy <laughs> the parchment! Read my lips! <laughs> um, we see a finally, we see a flash of realization in Jack's eye. He gets to his feet. He rushes Lopan, grabbing the flaming sword in his hand as he passes uh, it. Fires he swings down with all his might. The sword makes barely makes contact with the parchment covered in blood. It creates a huge fucking green ah. fireball. I love the subtlety of Lopan and the throne, effectively destroying the contracts, uh, freeing the prisoners. Reversing the transformation Excellent. and causing the storm powers to leave the bodies of his quote-unquote bomb piece daughters. <laughs> All the main characters surround now. Now I want you to imagine like kind of like a slow fade as shit's like breaking down, like starting to get back to normal a little bit. Slow fade to black and almost an immediate fuzzy reopening of the eye, so to speak. Now we're seeing out of the perspective of Lopan. Okay. And he sees the heroes, including his fucking good-for-nothing ingrate daughters, standing around him in a circle, and they're all like... They've got a face like... God. The camera reverses the fucking angle, and now we're looking down and look, seeing what they're seeing. Charlie, I want you to understand that this is Lopan doing his best impersonation of... Uh, uh, of uh, <laughs> of Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen. He's just like laying there like, just like a blackened, charred up fucking uh, uh, Voldemort just laying there. <laughs> right? And he's, uh, and he's fucking pissed. I mean, he's fucking pissed. 
Um, and I lost the place. So the the fucking uh, the blackened corp actually tries now to speak, and the second that there's a tiny little bit of like like the jaw goes to fucking move, Jack reels back, kicks that motherfucker in the face, <laughs> and the ashes, the black and ashes. They get caught up in the breeze and they fucking float he away. His head. All of a sudden now, Amazing. Rain, the rain starts drizzling down just a little bit, and uh, in effect, we have our we have our, our our final fucking moment with them. Now we're gonna cut right back to Jack, back in his seat, kind of like cleaned up a little bit, changed his shirt and stuff. Why not? Uh, he's back in his seat in the Pork Chop Express. The rain is falling a little bit more steadily now. Uh, but the road is mostly open in front of him. He has a wistful smile on his face. The burning sword sits in a gun rack, <laughs> sits in a gun rack behind the driver's seat, and he absentmindedly strokes the chrome demon skull that was not from his grill in the big fight, Amazing. but now rides shotgun in the seat next to him. Suddenly, suddenly a female voice bursts to life on the CB. We think at first it's Gracie. But then the voice asks, where the hell have you been? Jobs have been piling up, and uh, have you even made your last fucking truck payment? Jack smiles and gives the stroke one last pat and sits back. Yeah, honey, the check is in the mail. Camera pans back to reveal a city skyline on the horizon. Spins back around to see Jack's rueful smile. Just before the credits roll, the sword begins to glow. Credits roll. Waiting in the 80s by the Coudeville Boys plays, also known as John Carpenter's fucking bad ass band. Credits roll over something that sounds like this. <laughs> Gonna get blocked. You got five more seconds. Perfect song, boy. Amazing. And now go ahead and kill that so we don't get demonetized. Um, Money, uh, please. I, I, I do have one important note. Dude, hit me. I, this is not a film. This is not a film. This is a premiere season of television that we can make a huge fucking deal about. In my head, I imagine you break this into six uh, episodes, six hour-long episodes. You really fucking milk it, and I think we, even though we're on a streaming service, once a week we drop it, every episode is a huge build I up. have one mandatory insistence, hit me. and I will give you... Your streaming fucking show of the decade. I insist that we pay streaming residuals to all of our actors in order to set the market on new level. Give these actors what they deserve. We got a deal? We got a deal. That's a fucking That's a movie. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. John! What an excellent pitch. Another excellent pitch. I hope you guys are liking this brand new segment. Please let us know. Uh, we are going to try a whole different uh, slew of things with it. So please share. Please tell uh, what movies you guys want to see. Do you have a pitch? We'll fucking read it on this show. Just we, hit us up anywhere These on are very tall buildings. Very long elevator rides, They'll obviously. probably get shorter. I have some notes for the creative process for both of us after the last few weeks. But, John, there's only one appropriate way to eat and each and every episode of U.S. Comedy Says. You chew your ice because I just need you to embody these steps. And the steps are oh so simple. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you gotta whoop. Then you gotta turn the volume up. Then you gotta tune Benberry and open up the window wide and scream out to the night sky. See you in my space, girl. We out.
Don't know what. 